Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam. I'm Quick. And I'm Lee. And you're listening to Divas, Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep. But to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for ducats, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Ducats is for entertainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 (laughs) or 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, Divas, let's talk Ducats. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Divas. Thank you for tuning back in with us. Yes, welcome back. Yes. And briefly, if you are here on YouTube, mm-hmm. we're asking you to hit the subscribe button, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and go ahead and like, comment, and share. So what are we going to be talking about today? So we are on part three of our three-part mm-hmm. series. So if you're just tuning in, go back after this. A lot of good little nuggets. But we're talking about dating potential, right? So Quick and I single and single-ish, have had many discussions about dating potential, what Mm -hmm. potential is. Um, We agree and disagree on various topics within the subject, but we thought it would not be fair to just sit here and complain about what's wrong with with people in the dating industry. What we wanted to talk about is have a well-rounded view Mm -hmm. of dating and what that looked like. So previously we had a married man as a guest. We had two dynamic married (laughs) women, had a good time. And so now we wanted to circle up with single men, right, to have a Mm -hmm. well-rounded discussion, like we said. Yes, and for me, of course, this is the best episode because my man is on. So, hey, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Lamont, introduce yourself. What do you do? Introduce yourself, Lamont. Oh, my bad. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, introduce Lamont yourself. Simmons. Yes. Um, I do um, heating and air, plumbing, electrical. Um, my fiance is Melinda. Uh, wave your hands in the air. Side to side. Show that ring. Show that ring, girl. Oh, my God. Let me on it. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and over to you, Devin. Hey, I'm Devin from Next Old Fitness PT. Um, I have a personal training company and here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And for those of you who are not familiar with our podcast, if you're on YouTube, mm-hmm. last year we had Devin on to talk about physical health. So we definitely encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because yes. it was die. Dynamic. Indeed. Yes. So, let's so let's get into, get into these questions. Okay. Yes. All right. So we ask all of our guests this, mm-hmm. and we've gotten a multitude of answers. So Quick and I basically agree that what potential is not is what the internet, I like the term hobosexual. That is not potential. That's someone who, someone who needs somewhere to stay. <laughs> so potential to us is, okay, you're not quite where you want to be, but you can see some action behind it. You mm-hmm. can see a person working towards those goals, right? So um, each of you, whoever wants to go first, how did you define potential when you were dating or as you started to become more serious about dating? Uh, I think potential for me 
um, far as some of the signs or attributes were um, like a hard worker, somebody who has a strong mindset, um, is not easily swayed or persuaded, mm -hmm. um, and, and stands on a square, like, you know, they stand up for what they believe in. Um, but like you said, it's, there, there's always can be, there always can be room for growth. Mm -hmm. Um, and also too, you look for people who, um, I guess when you start to know and talk to a person that also is a big supporter of your dreams. Um, having a cheerleader or somebody that believes in you yeah. can be major mm -hmm. um, in in your success. Mm -hmm. Lamont? Um, yeah, just sharing the goal of always wanting to get better um, beyond Netflix and chill, you know, okay. having some real substance. Um, and I think as long as you desire to get better, um, that's a strong foundation to build on because you always got things to work on, not changing nobody like to try to make them something, but mm -hmm. as long as you got the common, the common goal to get better and you push each other and, you know, everything else kind of flows from there. Got you. Got you. Okay, cool. And so, and, you know, like in dating potential, kind of get into like the things y'all named were more like core values. So mm -hmm. did y'all in your dating potential have any like physical requirements, monetary requirements, or was it really strictly core values? Uh, for me at the time, it wasn't financial because I was, I was like 22. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't so much a financial, it was more of, um, it, it was more of, at the time, like somebody's height, uh, which is not really honestly right now, a big deal, mm -hmm. but it was like, you know, somebody's height, um, did you want them taller or shorter? No. Oh gosh, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> you said it's I wanted some. I, I, I want. I wanted somebody that was around my height because okay. I think the reason why I said I wanted some, uh, somebody around my height is because I wanted children at the time, okay. and I didn't want them to be short. Oh. So that's why I wanted somebody uh, <laughs> around my height. You know. Okay. You know, that's that's it's you know, real. That okay. Um, <laughs> All right. But it was, but it was also uh, somebody that I was looking for that I could could look at every day and say that this person is beautiful every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes those things fade. Sometimes, you know, things might look good in the beginning and it doesn't last. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be like, oh, this look good now. You know, mm -hmm. but somebody that you really see that is beautiful on the outside and inside as well got you Lamont? um yeah i mean pretty much about the same it's just you know looking looking more towards long term um you know as far as just being attracted to the things that matter to you and where you are in life so you know certain things look different for me younger versus older so I mean, you know, there's definitely got to have some physical attraction, but it's that mental attraction that's the, the biggest, because that's what's going to really be like, keeps the flame really going if y'all got that kind of connection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, got you. And so 
and it's something that we've asked, I think, pretty much all of our guests about, you know, we always talk about what we're looking for, mm-hmm. but I think it's really important to do, like, a self-assessment and be self-aware. So when you were dating, because, you know, both of you are now engaged, when you were dating, like, what qualities did you feel that mm-hmm. you had to offer in terms of, you know, your potential mate? I think for me, um, I felt like I could offer a lot pertaining to being very versatile in in what I do and how how I live my life. I could be um, domestic and having no issue with cooking or, you know, cleaning. And then I could also be on the other end with uh, being a real big door outdoorsy person and, and working on things that need to be fixed. I can do both. Mm-hmm. And I grew up learning that from my father. So, you know, some go with an issue with a car or or need to be changed. Or even if it's something big, I I know how to do those things. Mm -hmm. So I can do both far as outside and inside. And Mm -hmm. I felt like that was something that I could that I could do that a lot of people, even at my age, then and now can't do. So that's that was really one of uh, one of the biggest things. Okay, Lamont. Uh, well, I should ask this question to Melinda. How many home improvements have I already done? But uh, oh, <laughs> but, uh <laughs> got a know, honey but, do um, list. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I love a handyman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all cut up. But uh, but yeah, just, yeah you make know, sure you put them overalls on, bro. Make sure you put them overalls on. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um. I might not show up when she want me to, but I'm always on time. I hear that. <laughs> just like <laughs> the that. But, uh, yeah, just being able to, like, fix things and, um, you know, just, you know, stability. Um, you know, just having a skill, you know, like I said, just that we both in our own careers and I'm not trying to find myself, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just those type of things that, that are important. And not saying that don't, they don't change, but you know, you get to a certain point, you kind of want somebody that already found themselves by now. So, Got you. you know, and and, it, and it's it's understandable if you're willing to deal with that with someone. I get it, you know, but you know, at some point, you're like, oh, I'm kind of past that phase because I don't know where this is going, and I don't know if you're gonna be dedicated or. Mm-hmm. And you found yourself, you're usually dealing with, you know, uh, sometimes an unhappy person, and you can't make nobody happy. That's an inside job. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so true. I got you. And so what I heard, I just want to circle back because that brings up an interesting point is, you know, Devin was speaking to being able to do things that might be seen as traditionally masculine or feminine, like domestic or outside that I guess man's man. And so I think a lot of times people will talk about what their grandparents did or you know, even today's women and men, we fall into that trap of like, my daddy did this, my mama did that. And I think, you know, it's really important, you know, Quick and I have had conversations and getting down to that's great that daddy did that as a daddy, but how was daddy as a husband? How was daddy as a partner? And being able to see that holistic picture of he might've been great at these things, but is it, do you really want somebody that was like daddy? Mm-hmm. Because daddy as a partner was, right. you know what I mean? Was it right. problematic? So, you know, just speaking to that, do you, within your relationships, do you have traditional gender role expectations? Or if not, like in what ways, and I think, you know, Devin kind of answered for his perspective, but in what ways are you maybe non-traditional? Uh, I, think I, I think we do have some traditional gender roles. I think in the beginning for her, 
it was a little tough um far as moving into a traditional gender role far as just just say for an example like carrying groceries mm -hmm. or op or opening the open the door opening the door for her. Mm -hmm. so she wants she wanted to grab all the groceries and i'm like nah just hand me some groceries you know you take one or two i got the rest i got the rest mm -hmm. and it took her a while to to do that she's like i can i can carry it on my own i'm like chill it ain't it ain't you know just, just let me do what I just let me Thanks do what I do. Just let me right do here. what I do. Just fall back a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then over time, I think, and I think a lot of that is because some people are not conditioned or used to that type of treatment. Right. Yeah. When you're not when I when you're not used to that, it's like you know I can do this on my own. Mm -hmm. But then you have to get acclimated to, <clears throat> excuse me, being in those positions. Yeah. Um. And I think far as far as being non-traditional, um, I have a wedding band and I'm not married yet. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, I'm like, I wear it because I want to wear it. I ain't going nowhere. Okay. So, you know, put a ring on it. Ain't no shame in my game, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. Mm -hmm. So. Lamont, you going anywhere? Okay. Oh, my God. You. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ow. Woo. Okay, but, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> traditional, not traditional yeah. roles. I've heard a lot of my daddy, my daddy, my Ooh. daddy. And well, oh, forever boy. here. Look, she signed a waiver. Go ahead and speak the truth. We're not breaking up no happy home. Sure Answer the question. My, my daddy. daddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The great season, but um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, I um, you know, I, I think it's just um, you know, I didn't grow up, but I grew up in a single mom, you know, mm -hmm. home. And so I guess for me, like, I got my ideas from television and other and other stuff, and then I tried to do some things in my early adult life that, you know, because I thought that was the right way. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying some of it was good, some of it didn't work, but. I just think you just got to do what works for you, you know. Um, and, you know, when you, there are certain things that I was probably big on. And now it's like, you know, it's not the, it's not the same as it was back then. So you just kind of, because what kind of lifestyle you have and you kind of go by what works for y'all. You know, if, you know, if I worked less or wasn't home more, I probably would cook more, you know, like, so it just, yeah. it just depends on who has more access a certain day. So, um, I mean, you know, with us, we kind of have like kind of traditional jobs or careers. Mm -hmm. So some things are, yeah, this is broke. You know, that I work in a field where I fix stuff. So it's not right. a traditional thing as much as this is what I do, but that's what right. I enjoy doing. So mm -hmm. It's not like I did it because, oh, I think this is a manly job. and that's just what I enjoy doing. Got you. Okay. So, and as a follow-up on that, just speaking into, like, the traditions and what people kind of expect, you know, I know one of the common statistics is they're saying that, you know, black women, I think, are the biggest population of college graduates or we're graduating mm -hmm. at, a, at a quicker rate. Mm -hmm. And so that can often lead to women out-earning their partner. And so, you know, have either of you been in or currently in relationships where the woman is the higher earner? And if so, did that 
change things for you? Did that bother you, you know, maybe as a man or make you feel some type of way? Like, just how did you kind of handle that if that was the situation? Uh, I think there has been a certain period of time where she did earn more than I did, mm -hmm. and, but it wasn't, it wasn't really, uh, I really didn't think about it. Okay. Um, I was so focused on my goals that I had in life is that I know I'm, I'm going to be where I need to be at. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that really wasn't a, that really wasn't an issue for me because I'm, I'm focused on me. Like whether this, whether this goal let relationship continues or ends, I still have a goal in mind mm -hmm. and I'm going to get to where I need to get to. So it wasn't, I wasn't really so much um, focused on that. Okay. Um, I, I, I think it was more about just making sure that, you know, I can, you know, as long as I can afford a lifestyle that I, you know, can maintain, I, I don't really focus on what someone else makes as long as they can also afford what they enjoy doing as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it wasn't like, you know, oh, I need this. I need her to help me get this, you know. Yeah. Um, Oh, I need her, you know, so it wasn't, you know, the first go around. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't doing too good on the first go around, but uh, this was a little bit different. But so it's, it's, it's um, you know, we don't it's nothing. I don't really think about it like that. It's like as long as I can, you know, she can, you know, enjoy certain things. Um, I was going to actually put a bag on the table. But my point with that was. You know, I encouraged them to go get that bag, girl. You earned it. You know, <laughs> um, you know and I had a few dollars on it, but she turned it down. Don't do this. <laughs> you put five on it. Do this. That's fine. Let me, let me, tell, let me tell my truth. This is Your his first. This is. Okay. You signed a waiver. Uh, okay. She said, no, boop, I got it. Huh. I'm doing good. Okay. I said, you know what? Step back and let you do your thing. But I'm here to support you, so that's it. Okay, I hear that. Did you feel, and as just as a follow-up to that, so it didn't really bother either one of you, but did you feel from your partner that you got the same respect in the in a situation where she was out-earning you? Did you feel like that became like a... Uh, did you feel like you got the same respect, or did you feel emasculated in any kind of way, or it just wasn't, it was a non-issue? I think we really never talked about it. I think we didn't really ever talk about how much an individual made. Okay. And honestly, we don't talk about it today. Hmm. Um, what what you make or what I make has never really been a, a conversation. Like nobody has ever asked, oh, how much you make a year or how much you get paid an hour? Mm -hmm. Like we've never really had those conversations. Okay. Um, maybe if it's a situation where we're trying to move forward and buy a property, um, investment property or do investments, we might, you know, come together and be like, okay, what's your credit score? What's mine? How much do we need to bring to the table? But honestly, we've never, um, you know, ever had that conversation. Um, okay. I think there might've just been situations where like, oh, I'm getting paid this amount of hour. It ain't enough, mm -hmm. you know, but like, we don't really never count each other money like that. Okay. Um, and I and I've always felt like too, you know, just as a side note that a lot of pe a lot of men that I've seen um, who 
might not have had a lot of money in the beginning and struggled in the beginning of their relationship. Mm-hmm. When they come up, they wind up leaving that person that was with them when they was down. Well. And I've never really, yeah, I've never really um, subscribed or really thought that was cool. Like to mm-hmm. for somebody to grind it out with you on the years that you was broke mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. stage left on you when you got money now. So. Right, Kanye. I'm sorry. It was, I was thinking about that song. His song. Yeah. <laughs> this week, next week is a prize. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> okay. You know. So, and I just want to kind of round this up. So, I think as women, uh, oftentimes in our conversations, I've heard like we think that income matters to a man and and we think about I I think we really put our resume on the table we feel like oh I'm this I'm that I went to school here I make this and so we think almost sometimes like a badge of honor or like as a part of a I guess good credential I guess for lack of better words we almost treat it like a character right like Uh this is me Um, and so we think it matters but just in your opinion just a male perspective does that matter to do you feel like that matters in terms of just income in general uh, income does matter, I, I think, in today's age because it, it, it's so many opportunities and things you can do together if you both have income mm-hmm. uh, to create more wealth. Right. The, the, the times have changed from 60 or 70 years ago when you could have a household with multiple kids off of one income. Right. Um, I think today's age, it, it does matter if you do have multiple income uh i think as far as the importance it it depends on your situation if you you're making hundreds of thousands or you even it doesn't even have to be hundreds of thousands if you can sustain a household Mm -hmm. and everything is good and one person is working it's fine and sometimes it's financially smart for one person to stay home and not spend money on childcare right. mm-hmm. or you know situations like that. So it, it does depend on your situation. But I think nowadays, just because of student debt, uh, with people going to school, if you go to school, you're gonna have student debt. Probably. Um, <laughs> that you that you do need. It is very helpful to have two uh, incomes come into the household. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lamont. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think. Uh... You know, money is a big issue. I know we we discussed that a lot. Credit scores, you know, all those things. Um, but like I said, when it comes to money, I think it's it's um you have to have an individual level where you're comfortable with or what you bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. So again, it's the inside, yeah, you know, thing. So when I wasn't making as much, you know, it had nothing to do with what someone else is making. I'm looking at like, man, I gotta. You know, I, I can't, if I go to the beach, I got to stay, you know, 20 miles from the beach, you know, if I go here, you know, I mean, <laughs> that, that lifestyle sucks, and especially when you're with someone that they don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you you yeah. know, it's easy to downplay things because it makes you feel comfortable because you ain't not in the position to do it. And I can speak that because I've done that. Now, yeah. if I'm doing something, I'm, I'm on the beach, mm-hmm. four or five-star hotel, I'm going to do it right. Okay. I can afford to do it now, but I like Lost that. Baby. You know? <laughs> Come through stars. Yeah, so uh, I don't, I don't do the the bootleg stuff no more because I, you know, I don't have to. But it, it took a minute for me not to, you know, to get out of that situation. But yeah. again, when you are with someone who who's never who doesn't have to live that way, mm-hmm. yes, money is going to be an issue because mm-hmm. you know I'm like you know what I'm saying. We can get two for two if we go over here, you know, and 
they're looking at you like you're crazy. Um, and, it's, and I'm not saying that a deal, you know, you're still going to do deals, but right. you, really, you can only do this. Everything is on a low budget of everything. Right. It sucks because I don't even want to be with nobody doing that. I'm like, huh, what? Uh-uh. I'm right. Like, you know, but you don't see it when you're in that situation. Right. I got you. You're being like, you're strong to now. Right. So Groupon is still popping sometimes. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool to do that when you're young. Yeah, but it's a certain it's a certain point in time in your life where you got to step your game up. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't be in your thirties still struggling mm-hmm. like that and still you know the dollar menu and, and <laughs> trying to figure out like you can't bro this it's not we not we not doing that we not oh, doing that. it's too many and that's the thing this, that's in the, in today's age like early twenty early two thousands you know if you needed a job or you needed money you either had to get a job or you sold weed. You know, you did one. You did one of the two. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you can do Uber if you got a car. You can you can make money. You okay. can even make money even just selling products on the internet. So, yeah. like today's age, you really have no excuse of not being able to, to make more money. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I got you. Um, so, do you want to get into Sweetie or Keith? Mm, let's get into Sweetie first. <laughs> So, sweetie, and this this happened a while back, and she's cleared yeah. up the statement. So let me, you know, say that first. But she got a sweetie's a rapper, and she dates uh, Quavo from Migos. And you know, she, I don't know any of these. Well, okay, she's a rapper. She dates Thank a rapper. You. Thank you. Got it. So she came out when she was promoting a song, and she basically said, "If he's not buying you a Birkin, he's not paying the bills. Throw that in word to the streets." Like basically. What, why is he here, sis? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just kind of wanted to see what men thought about that. You know, I mean, y'all might be paying bills. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But, <laughs> you know, what are your thoughts on, I guess, maybe women who feel like that? Like, look, you were here to pay some bills or, or what you doing? You hear about these bags, these shoes? What's up? I ain't here to do nothing but what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, what you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, it ain't paying your bills. It ain't buying you no bag. All right. Because for me, for me, it all, it all depends on your mindset too. That's that's a young mindset for me. That's okay. a that's a, and it cannot even be a young mindset. It can be an immature mindset of not really understanding what you need to do to be successful. And I saw a video one time of a, uh, and they looked like they were in their mid to late thirties. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a female who purchased a investment property for her boyfriend or fiance mm-hmm. and he was like i thought you was gonna buy me a chain oh god it's your mindset mm. it's your mindset and i'm like is this dude for real like she literally bought this man an investment property for his birthday can she transfer that deed you, you tell what she could do they her. not when you're not on the same level mm-hmm. when you're not on and, and the thing about it is like you know if you know, Quavo, if that's, you know, if that's how he, if, if he cool with that, he cool with that. Right. That's just not for me. That's just not for me. If if Got that's you. the type of, if that's the type of uh, dudes that she prefer to be with and dudes will provide that for her, mm-hmm. then so be it. But it's not, if you, if you're talking about 90% of these males out here, they don't have no money for no Birkin bag. True. Mm-hmm. True. And you ain't doing enough tricks for me to buy one no way. I mean, they are like they forty thousand. That's some forty thousand dollar tricks. I mean, <laughs> Man, you tricking for a long time for that. 
Well, you know, I'm um when it comes to hip hop, I'm like me and Melinda, we probably on the same page with the current stuff. We don't I don't even follow that anymore. So and I get it, you know, it's for the younger people. Um but I just think people are gonna talk what's mm-hmm. familiar with their tax bracket. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously they talking about it. A Birkin bag is nothing considering the money that they make. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, when people are talking is they talking from the lifestyle they have. Yeah. So obviously if I had millions of bucks, no, a Birkin bag ain't, ain't nothing to me. But, right. um, but if you break that down to somebody who most people who don't have that, it's like buying um, when I bought Melinda and Arthur. No, no. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what'd you buy? <laughs> Say, what? You said Nautica, bro. You did wrong, man. You said bro. You did wrong, man. You did wrong for that. This is realness. You bought that Nautica bag. Did you wear that Nautica bag? I know you did wrong for that. I never saw that Nautica bag. Where's the bag, Melissa? Hey, and I know you're wrong for that because they didn't move location. They didn't move to a smaller store. They ain't even in the big store no more. They they had the outlet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this was my dating potential. Downside. They didn't downside, bro. This you get a nautical bag. Hey, this is where you was potential, boo. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> but where's the bag? Hey, you could have went. You could have went right across the hall to coach, bro. You could have went right across the hall. You could have went. To, you could have went to K Spade for that. You could have went to K Spade. Hey, K Spade is they nice. K Spade is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a, horrible. You did what? You got a TJ Maxx. You got me a matching sweater. Oh man, yeah. with the boat. There's a boat. Yeah, the goat bag that she um gave away. I'm but, sure. Uh, that's <laughs> hey, I would have had to give it away too, bro. <laughs> 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 and for his memory, he's just like, but you were so happy. I was not. You faked it? I did for a long time. I did fake oh, it. Oh, man. So. You had to donate. You had to donate that to <laughs> charity somebody. Okay, but to be clear, Sweetie did say when, when the backlash happened, she did clear up that, I guess, maybe gifts is her love language. And so she was Anthony saying was that women... Um, should be spoiled and cherished and so i think you know when she clarified it she did say like whatever a man could do because listen we're in a pandemic people out here can't pay their rent much less buy a birkin so she she cleaned it up but i think it really opened up a lot of conversation about roles mm-hmm. and what people mm-hmm. really expect in relationships and it, it and even if those expectations are realistic yeah right yeah i agree so we did some yeah. jumping Ahead, we never asked you guys how y'all met y'all ladies oh, and how long y'all have been dating them. We just kind of jumped right yeah, in. Yeah, we did. Sorry. Lamont, start uh, with you, so I know your story. Go ahead, play it. Go ahead, Go play ahead. it. Go ahead, play it. <laughs> with your Nautica bag. Uh-uh. Let's... Sorry. That is I was, at, <laughs> I was at the Players Ball in 92 that we stopped. Um, we met up at what, um, um, what was it? Uh, Smoothie King. And we did. Oh, yeah, look at y'all being healthy. healthy. Okay. We yeah. met on Tinder. Swipe right. Yeah, yeah. And we had we had a couple of conversations prior to meeting. And what else? What else? I'm leaving out. 
How long do we date before you propose? Oh, girl. Uh, do we count the break too? No, let's count. Tell your version. This is your story. How do you want to tell? <laughs> I, I'm trying. To, I want to get it right. You got him on the stand. You, you set up and got him on the stand. Like <laughs> she signed a waiver. Uh, I'm just saying. We did it for a year. Took a break. Came back about a year. Then proposed. Okay. I think that's about right. All right. Devin, Devin. <laughs> um, MySpace. This is back in. Oh wow! Day. This is way back. I like MySpace. Black, Black Planet hey, This is MySpace. <laughs> this is like way the top back. Eight. <laughs> it's like it's like oh seven, oh eight. Wow. I think it was like oh, I think it was oh eight. This when MySpace was bigger than Facebook. Yeah. And it was a uh, it was just a situation where, um, she actually went to the high school I went to. But I never knew her. She only went there for two years and then she left. Mm-hmm. So you know how you, you know, she, she was scrolling through uh, her, one of her best friend's pages because her best friend went to the same high school. We have, we have a lot of people went to high school. Mm-hmm. And she was like, who is that? He was like, oh, that's uh, that's so-and-so ex-boyfriend. She was like, okay. How, how she, how she, she was like, oh, this the dude she was talking about. So it was, it was a lot of our paths had intercrossed mm-hmm. in our lives before because in high school she had used to, she used to work in burger king at concord mills mm-hmm. and i remember going to the mall seeing her like oh she's bad but i never <laughs> like i don't i don't I, approaching females was never my thing Aww. so when she when she hit me up she was like oh i like your pictures because i was trying to do a little modeling thing whatever and she was like, "Oh, I like you. I like your pictures." I was like, "Oh, I know you from uh from the Mills." She was like, "Concord Mills?" She was like, "Yeah." So our paths had intercrossed before. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know it, and just you know, just kind of circled back around. Mm-hmm. And um, this, I think this is year maybe one thirteen. Um, we did have a we did have a little break. Uh, maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, it was due to uh, me. Okay. It was due to um, some growth and growing that I needed to do as um, far as being more emotionally available, since I hear that a lot from clients. Mm-hmm. And I'm not emotionally available. So, um, and you've, you've and done it, the it work? Just took, <laughs> and it just took time. A lot of it is just, a lot of it honestly <laughs> is reflection. And that's for me. It's, you know, I just had to reflect on certain situations and scenarios of, you know, if she wanted to talk about something, I'm into my phone mm-hmm. and I'm not really paying attention. Yeah. And I, I just thought about, like, why you just couldn't put the phone down mm-hmm. and listen to what she had to say and then pick up the phone afterwards. Be present, yeah. So a lot, yeah, it's a lot of it's just, it's just um, reflecting on, on throughout the years and, and trying to figure out how to be better. Okay. Well, sometimes it's the it's a woman. You was like it's always. Sometimes we trifling. We got to be self aware. I'm mm. just saying. Some it's some trifling women out there. Just just put it out there. So, <laughs> so one of the things that and it's another thing that quick and I agree. And I just want to dispel the idea because I feel like we've said a couple times in this series like like we just do not see eye to eye at all no, on this you topic. Have said well, that. I just wanted to clarify because I feel like people are just like dang like what they think. I feel like Quick and I mostly disagree on things that I would consider stylistic, like more so preferences 
and I think the way that it was communicated. So I think in the past, like I would say something like, you know, well, if you're if you got this, this, and this, and this, and this on your list, like. Does that is that realistic? Does it exist? And I think quick with here shortage. And I'm never here to say there's a shortage of potential or things like that. You like what you like. I just think that sometimes when you get uber specific and you're not open, you can miss something. Mm-hmm. Um, or something like height at a certain point mattered to quick. It never mattered to me. Um, so things like that are more to me more stylistic. It's more preference or like quick would be quicker to just being honest. Quick would be quicker to date someone with children than I would. So it's really not a big thing. It's just more so general preferences and where you are in life, right? So, but one of the things that we do agree on is kind of like somewhat what we think of and and, and what we mean when we say like provide mm-hmm. and what it means to be a provider. Um, I think we both agree that can be financial and non-financial. Um, but we ask all of our guests, like, how do you, how would you define provider? I think to f- provide financially for men is very easy. Because as women, you all know, when a guy approach you, he's telling you what he can do for you. Okay. materialistically oh I can give you this I can do that I can take you here but they never say what they can provide emotionally for you Mm -hmm. they never they never say you know I'm gonna teach you how to do this Mm -hmm. to become a better person I'm gonna give you this information Mm -hmm. so you can you know be where you want to be at financially or in your industry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um for me, providing is, it can be on all aspects. It can be um, providing emotional support, being a supporter when somebody has had a bad day, come home and, you know, just even though you might be tired and you ain't trying to hear it, mm-hmm. you know, you just had that, had that ear open anyway and mm-hmm. just, you know, just listen because sometimes they just need to air it out. Sometimes they just need to, to speak it out. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times in, in those situations, it's more, it can be um, more, I don't want to say more important than financially because we have to live, we have to, you know, sustain a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But it, that's that's a big, that's a, that can be a big part because yeah. there's nothing worse than being in a relationship alone. Mm-hmm. Somebody can pay all the bills, but if, you, if they ain't there and you're in a relationship by yourself and you taking care of the kids and you have no support, like who really want to be there? Some right. people accept that, and some people don't. So it just depends. I think it's you know you just have to have a, you have to have a good balance for what your relationship or what your partner needs or wants. Yeah. Lamont, how do you define provision? I mean, it's um you know definitely got to have a financial part, of course. But I mean, I think it it just depends on the needs and wants of your partner. Um, and I think sometimes when finances are necessarily not a major thing, if everybody's kind of good, then that emotional part is something that you kind of got to pick up on and learn. Um, Cause it's easy to get caught up in what you got going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it depends on what you got going on. If it's something that's very demanding, it takes a lot of your time. Even for myself, I, you know, I deal with the line cause I work a full time job and can't run a business. So it's, it's demanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it's different for me because um i was also was a single dad to my oldest daughter so i mean she's out of the house now but you know i was restricting on 
working, you know, certain amount of hours and all that. So being free to kind of work a little bit has been new to me, mm-hmm. but it's also, I still got to find that right balance. So that's been something that I'm working on as far as getting that going. Cause you know, before I couldn't, if at five o'clock, I got to be up at five o'clock. I got to make sure she's home or I got to make sure I get her to school in the morning. So other opportunities making money, I, I didn't really make much. It's enough to get by. So that becomes, you know, you kind of, you know, you, of course you do what you have to do during that time. But, you know, when you kind of get out of that, you're like, man, I don't ever want to go back to just making ends because I had to be home at this time. Mm-hmm. But I had a responsibility I had to take care of. So um, just finding that right balance of is the, is the, just trying just try to get it to that point where you can understand, of, okay, I'm doing this, but I got to make sure I make time for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So y- y'all mentioned, or you just mentioned um, children, and it kind of segue into a video that had went viral. Um, there was this lady that basically said she wanted a six-figure man. She was talking on a radio show. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me live it. Me and Leandra had a very long conversation about it. She kind of calmed me down and showed me a different well, perspective. You know, I, you know. I don't take anybody too seriously. Right, so. and I take everybody seriously. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, very like, different people. I, you know. But in it, so the guy's response was very degrading. Um, and he basically told her she was going to die alone if she... Did he say that? Yeah, he was like, oh. yeah, he, yeah, he did. Okay, it fine. was like horrible. Mm. And he basically told her she was going to die alone mm. if she was waiting on a six-figure man because... First, in this video, she also rated herself a five. She did rate he herself. Her, he, first, he asked her to rate herself. So she rated herself a five on looks. Um, mm-hmm. But any, he talked her that um, she was basically going to die alone if she was waiting for this six-figure man to ever want her. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned the fact also because she was a mother. Like, you have kids, and it was like this negative thing. So um, I don't know. Have either one of you seen that video? Yeah, I saw the video. Uh, I think he was looking for a six-figure man, too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's just me. Um, I feel I feel like... I feel like... <laughs> I feel like... Um, I, I've seen some of his videos, and I, see, I think some of the information that he... Or, or some of his comments or opinions perspectives could be right mm-hmm. i think his delivery is horrible mm-hmm. okay i think his delivery can be very disrespectful and mm-hmm. i think um he, there's a different way of getting your point across without really degrading somebody and telling somebody that they're going to die alone because you don't know that um that person can find somebody that that thinks she's the most beautiful mm-hmm. woman in the world and makes a whole bunch of money and she'd be good right um and also i didn't i didn't really like that um that it was a video Mm -hmm. so that video went viral Mm -hmm. everywhere Mm -hmm. and you don't know how that can really affect a person's psyche and their emotion right um and self-esteem um so but even though she even though she did rate herself it's still you know, it's still certain things that certain ways you can get your point across 
and not necessarily degrade and try to mm -hmm. uplift to a certain extent. I think I think you're trying to I think he was trying to really get a point across of you're asking for something that you're not. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you can't get it. Okay. Like it's a it's a bunch of people that are not on a, a millionaire you know status, but they get millionaires. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so that just you know I just I just didn't. I'm not a fan of how I'm not a fan of his approach. Yeah, okay. and I think the video. other issue that made me so livid because she actually did make six figures as a entrepreneur, so she she was asking yeah. for what she was bringing to the table. But do y'all yeah. yeah. like how how did y'all feel about dating women with children? Like, was that a negative thing for you, or when y'all were dealing when you were dating? Uh, in the begin in in the beginning for me it was okay um like i said i was 22 mm -hmm. so i i wanted to you know start a family you know with no outside children mm -hmm. um but as you get to know a person and as you realize like this situation is different and the scales start to tip um and you started to like, you know what, it's, you know, it's, it's cool. I love this person. I, I'm feeling this person. Then it's not so much of a big deal. Um, and you just, you know, you just rock with it. And it takes time, honestly, too, when you're not used to that and you grew up in a two parent household, it takes time to adjust as well, mm -hmm. because you don't want, you don't, you know, you hear things about, you know, the, the, the child gets older and be like, you ain't my daddy mm -hmm. and this and this and that, you know, these are things that you try to avoid and that you don't want to deal with. But as long as you two are on a good rapport and good understanding and have conversations throughout the relationship of the things that are going on and, and possibly how to, you know, raise that child, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's going to be fine. It's, it's just communication. Yeah. Lamont? Yeah, um, yeah, even with that video, um, which I watched the whole thing, I I think what he was saying was because she was asking for six figures, she wasn't talking about other qualities. So what he was basically saying, if you ask him for just the material side, these are what material men look for. Mm. You talking about other characteristics, then that's a different story. But yeah, if you go and talk about rich men in general or well-off men, then yeah, they're going to be, you know, What's her skin tone? How tall? You know, they're going to mm -hmm. be really down to just physical if you're just talking about money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he was saying to her mm -hmm. more so because the other stuff wasn't, is he nice? Is he sweet? Is the church going? Is he grinding? None of those things were not a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. It was just money. Yeah. Um. So, of course, you're going to talk more superficial. So, yes, did she meet those superficial categories? No, she did not. If you're going to talk strictly that. Um, same thing if a woman looks a certain way and she's talking about ball players. You know, these are going to be well-in-shape men, normally 6'3 and up, mm -hmm. you know, millions of dollars, you know. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what she's going to be looking for if she's talking strictly just money. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but when it comes to children... I mean, it just depends on the situation. I mean, um, it's case by case. Yeah. You know, I've been around women with grown kids, and you might as well say them kids were like toddlers. You know, mm. they still in the house, <laughs> leeches, you know. And I've seen those with, you know, smaller children, and they're in a better financial <laughs> situation. 
with the well behaved. So it just depends on parenting, financial situations, backgrounds. Yeah. You know, those things matter. So it's just, it's really just case by case and more so than just putting everybody in the same category. Right. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. You okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Just make sure I'm right. That's a good answer. I'm just making sure, okay, Buttercup, that Keith oof, got like up under her skin. No, I'm talking about Keith. He just really got up under your skin. <laughs> he, he did. He did. Yeah, let's just well, I, let me did. say this. We don't know, and, and we got a, a clip. clip of that video. Yeah. So I don't know what she said, but if you're just talking six figures, you know, Lamar had a good point. Yeah, like, if, if you're just talking this, this wealthy man who can mm-hmm. pretty much pick and choose, like, girl, maybe not. But if you're talking character traits, you right. know, sometimes, and, and let's, you know, be honest, I know some people, you might know some people who don't look at that. It's just like, but well, what's that check doing? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, his his delivery was very poor. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get to some good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Talking the about these proposals and whatnot. So when and and <coughs> Quick and I have heard various things. We've heard men just know. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they know before we know mm-hmm. and whatnot. So when did you know? that she was the one and how long did it take between that and actually asking the question? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's a certain event that happens. Okay. It's almost like certain situations, like an epiphany. Mm. It's like somebody does something or says something. You'd be like, you look over and be like, okay. Oh, Man, oh, this dude right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's get with it. And then I think, uh, I think in in most situations, guys do know uh, who they want to marry. Mm-hmm. They know they, and I think in any any um, generation, is certain things men want mm-hmm. and know like, oh, this is this is somebody that. I'm trying to marry, trying to be with, I'm trying to wife up. Okay. Um, so it's, I think men do know, uh, and I don't, I don't think it takes long either. That's what my daddy It doesn't take, it, it don't take long. It don't, it don't take long. Because I think too, a lot of things that we, that we're looking at or see, it's, it's not money. It's mm-hmm. not financial. Right. So you can throw that out. It's not necessarily education. Mm-hmm. You can throw that out. So we have, uh, the window is a lot smaller Mm -hmm. we can we can really focus in because all these other things are eliminated Mm -hmm. versus on the other thing other end women might be looking at financial support you know body type this and this and that Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of other things up there that you're you're trying to grasp Mm -hmm. but for men it's like you know it's like this big (laughs) you can do these amount of things and we good we can Mm -hmm. hey we can take it home we can take it home (laughs) So so what was that event for you and how long did it take you to go from knowing to ring? Uh, I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a particular event. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's been so long. I, I can't remember a particular event. Yeah. I think it's just um, it goes along with a person's mindset and how they are. If they're mm-hmm. a nice person, if and for me it was about pushing me. I need. I I react off of. Uh, resistance. That's mm. how I react. I, I re- react off of like <laughs> friction. Okay. So for somebody to push me and call you out when you need to be called out, oh, this is 
this person is looking out for my best interest because right. they only want me to be great. Mm-hmm. They only want me to be great. They're calling me out because they want to see me succeed. They're like, mm-hmm. no, don't do this. No, you you just did wrong for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also being a big supporter as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it goes with certain things like that as far as being a supporter, people calling you out when you need to be called out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was for me. Yeah. And I think um, it, the time frame because uh, I just got engaged maybe two years ago, which was maybe year 11 or mm-hmm. 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was always a conversation we had throughout our relationship. And I, I always told her, like, I, I'm seeing all these people get married in our mid-20s, late 20s, and everybody popping up with these bubblegum rings. And I'm like, I ain't going out like that. I ain't, I ain't doing that. I, I'm, I want to come. I'm, I'm coming correct. I'm coming hard. I'm like, you can't even see the diamond on that thing. Like, what is that? I'm not doing this. So th- that's for me. We've always had a conversation. We went ring shopping and all that other stuff throughout. And she, it was an understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying to do that. And when I do things, I try to do it the best I can and do it the right way. Mm-hmm. So if I do it one time, it's gonna be, it's gonna be right. I don't need to buy. I don't need to. 20 years later buy you a new one that thing will be big enough to last for the rest of your life okay okay Uh, so (laughs) you know (laughs) that's just me um so yeah and i think i think the question as far as the proposal Mm -hmm. um for me i uh put it up on a you know a marquee so you know like when you see the plays Mm -hmm. you know and they have like today showing you know Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be so you know, I had a uh, a guy uh, to record it, a photographer recorded. We walked up. She didn't see it. And I was like, hey, look at that. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it, 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 and it was, you know, Queen J, will you marry me? Aww. You know, so. That's so sweet. Very nice. Know, Very creative. You know. Lamont. Um, how long did it take you to know? And then how long did it take you to actually propose? <laughs> yeah, so fun. Um... I kind of, <laughs> I kind of knew as we was as we were talking. Like I said, I, I felt like we clicked on business and personal, uh, which is which is big. I usually get somebody one or the other. You um, know, so too, um, I was more so of well, like the proposal part. You know, like I'm more certain things. Um, which I we did it at the uh, botanical regard, right? <laughs> you can't remember, bro. Yeah, I'm just mad. I'm just <laughs> put the tea over here. But uh, yeah, so we, was, we was there, mm-hmm. and um, it was a lot of people there. But I did it toward the end, mm-hmm. you know, so we could be, you know, a private moment because uh, she know how I am, private, private. But uh, <laughs> but it was a it was a nice proposal we did in front of our our children, but um. But yeah, it was it was it was good. It was um, you know nice, and um, had my daughter record it. Um, but I think for me, uh, which is different now than back then, is more of making sure that our substance is is strong. That's probably my biggest thing, more so than what others know and see. You know, I was kind of the opposite of that younger. Um, so just as long as we work to grow and get better and that's like my only concern everything else is it, it is what it is because at the end of the day we, we we the ones around each other 
So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that's what matters. Yeah, that's true. I'm just laughing at that Cracker Jacks because cause I, I learned so much shopping for Quick Swing about Cracker Jacks and everything in between. <laughs> so, <laughs> and just to just for a point of clarity, you told me within two weeks that you knew I was going to be your wife. I just wanted. Ma'am. Okay. I'm not hey. Ma'am. Hey. So, hey. I act like you didn't know early because my daddy said, ma'am. You had that red dress on. I think that's what I said. What you said? I think you had that red dress on when I said that. Whatever, but... whatever it takes. <laughs> well, that's Lamar, that's what you... made him. That's what. That's, that's what made him do it right there. That's what made him do it right there. That was the event. Put on your red. That's what made him do it right there. He's like, oh, I see the light. Lamar, I'm gonna get you a safe word for that. My daddy said we just gonna. Ain't no safe word. It's a safe word. <laughs> it's a safe word. We gonna we gonna work on it, Lamar. I'm gonna help you out, bro. So how? <laughs> And just speaking to, because it seems like at least, at least even if you didn't ask once you knew you all were in like more of a serious mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Once you kind of, you know, got with the person that you're with. So how, even if it was or was not, um, how was your approach to dating your fiance different than others if it was different? Uh, I can't say I had an abundance of experience or a lot of experience mm -hmm. dating. Okay. Uh, I did... I was in a relationship from, let's say, senior year to maybe her sophomore year in college, mm -hmm. um, and it ended because she was cheating. Oh man! Um, you know, so um, everybody else after that was, you know, just friends with benefits, and you work your way, you work your way through, and you. The at the end of the day you you know who you who you need to be with you know who you want to be with mm -hmm. even though somebody be like oh you wanna i'm like nah i'm good right. i'm good i'm mm -hmm. good um you know who you want to be guys know mm -hmm. so um the approach i can't i don't really i didn't really have an approach i think in certain situations i might have did certain things to figure out how a person would react but mm -hmm. when I got with my fiance, I never did that mm, because I never felt the need. I never felt the need to. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it was it was. And you see it, you like, man, this is crazy. Like you just you just go through the process and it just happens. Mm. Yeah. No, um, I mean, we just we got along in, in a different areas. <laughs> 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 and uh, <laughs> and again, the, the growth, we was, you know, you, you, you pretty blunt, you know, so we kind of share some things in common like that. Mm -hmm. you know? we'll, we'll say some stuff. Um, we're not really that <laughs> about certain things. Mm -hmm. So she's one of the only ones where I can say she's hard on herself than anything else. So I can say something that don't even be that big of a deal to her because she's already big on herself about it where other folk I'd be like I gotta watch how I say this and you know they they talk junk all day but you can't say nothing about what they got going on wrong because they mm -hmm. need they need feeling so mm -hmm. it was it was different dealing with somebody whose skin you know I mean she's definitely still sensitive but a little tougher and, and still got a drive to say I need to do this better and I don't really have to say much about it too much and keep it moving got you got you okay 
So we're going to get into our last question. Um, mm-hmm. So there's this thing called the 80-20 rule, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. So it basically says that whenever you get with a person, you're going to get 80% of the things that you desire, or you should aim for, mm-hmm. getting 80% of the things that you desire. Um, you you know, 20% of the things that you, you won't get 100% of what you desire, basically. basically. You're going to get 80% and do you get the 80% good and throw them away because that 20% wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, do you take the 80% and, and make that work? Mm-hmm. Um, so with that theory or that um, concept, mm-hmm. would you say that you got everything that you wanted in your partner? And if you did not, um, like, how did you determine what, what you were willing to compromise? Uh, for me... I didn't get everything. Um, it, it was certain things because I might have grew up traditionally mm-hmm. that I did not like mm-hmm. and did not want to deal with. Um, but I think you have to really understand and weigh out. You know, it, she offers this, she does this, she's able to do this, or you know, and the things that you don't like or the things that you possibly can't accept you just have to weigh them out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i think and i also think that it, it comes that those that the percentage change when you get older mm-hmm. and your perception changes and the things that you find that are important and it might not be as important mm-hmm. for me it was like i'm not a big tattoo person I, at the time i really was not really into that mm-hmm. and then as you grow it's like your perceptions change and you just like i don't care mm-hmm. you know um you know even with the children thing like you know, it was a big thing now. Uh, it's not so much of a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so certain things change over time because you grow as a person. You right. become a different person. You're not the same person you were 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes, too, you realize that you re- actually got more than what you asked for. Right. Because that person is also changing, too. Mm-hmm. That also person is changing with you, especially if you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. And you're growing into adulthood right. or becoming older. Yeah, you're like this person that, and and as a person, you know, has, you know, in different industries, has this job, has that job, and are able to obtain different skills mm-hmm. that you don't have. You start to get more than what you really asked for initially in the beginning. It's almost like it just gets better with time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just depend on who you're with. So, I like it, Lamont. Um, Lamont, I mean, I, I'm just playing. Go ahead. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about this. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's more so of, of just understanding of where you really want to be. And I know, like, for me, there's a difference between being player of the year, but you winning championships. And, you know, so when you when you're in that single mindset, you're just trying to be, oh, I just want to be this and that. And then you start talking about championships, you got to have the right team. So you got to have the right person that's going to tell you, hey, you need to run a little harder. You need to do those things versus being with somebody who's just going to co-sign everything you do. And you start thinking you're great, but you really ain't great. Yeah. You know, um, because we can all become a comfort zone to co-signers of your comfort zone and mm-hmm. and, and being complacent. And uh, Melinda, she and I go like she be complacent. She, you know, wasn't that mouth at times. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, sometimes I need to hear that. You know, so even when I don't want to, you know, but uh, 
but I can take it from somebody who goes hard too. Now I can't have nobody talking junk and they ain't doing nothing, but uh, that ain't gonna work. So, uh, so I mean, so for my eighty twenty, yes, I could have picked a lot of folk who would have co-signed me and got me feeling great, and I ain't really, really living out my potential. But to them, it looks that way. But when you're dealing with, you know, the eighty where it's pushing. And yeah, sometimes, you know, the 20% I'm giving up is, you know, sometimes I do want somebody to say, hey, this is good, and it really ain't, because <laughs> I don't, you know, it just depends on what kind of people <laughs> But, I mean, you know, we, we all get them moments like, hey, you know, you got that six-pack, you know, you got a little kid going on, uh, you know, but, um, uh, <laughs> really, ain't do that. I ain't able. I she ain't able. able. <laughs> so, so that's the that's the 20% I have to. I got yeah, it. Cut it. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Lord. So, I mean, but what I'm hearing is at least the 20, it seems like one, it seems like most of what you wanted and all of what you needed. So, you know, I think, you know, Quick and I have talked about, I think as women, sometimes we have this list and it gets, some women, it could get super specific. Mm-hmm. And so I think I always say like, is this a, value or mm-hmm. preference, right? Mm-hmm. So again, stylistic, what might be more important to you might not be important to me, but like those values, that's what I'm hearing across the board is what's really important. Like, you know, I, if you're different religions, for me, that wouldn't work. For mm-hmm. somebody else, that might be a preference. Right. And I think right. maybe some of the difficulties sometimes is people blend preferences with values mm-hmm. or they cut people off because maybe they didn't meet a preference but it's like I mean they might I mean looking at this list they got everything else right, right. so I I mean it's just very interesting and I think it's interesting what what Lamont said really resonated in terms of like and even Devin like the the drive mm-hmm. because I think for me and I'm, I'm just speaking for me so you can co-sign or not but for me like that drive is not something I could teach mm. that's very much like I and we're, we always full disclosure, like I grew up middle class. So there's things that I didn't have to think about or hurdles I didn't have to jump. Mm-hmm. Whereas a man coming in dating me <clears throat> might not be there yet, right? So I'm like, I could be this offensive coordinator, but I can't be the planning out and this is what we doing, this the plan and motivate you to mm-hmm. run that route. Like yeah. I just can't do it. So for me, drive is like a deal breaker. Whereas for some, they might rah rah so right. I mean yeah but no I, t- I totally agree with that I will definitely say um, from Lamont's perspective like he said when we first started dating he's a, a different mm-hmm. than when we got back together on our break but mm-hmm. what was so attractive to me that he always had that drive like I, mm-hmm. I n- never thought he would be a person that I would have to hold down you know what I'm yeah. saying and not in a way that I can't be supportive, right? But like I don't have to like hold him down. So, mm-hmm. um, and then it was also seeing that those times when he was down, he how he treated me. Like I didn't yeah. get mistreated because he had hard things going on in his yeah. life. Yeah. So that you know that those kind of things were more important to me than height, even though he is taller than me. Um. So. <laughs> oh, praise yeah. the Lord. Oh, Lord have mercy. That, 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 that was that Chad has no, been a point of contention. Stop bringing up the Nautica Bay, Lord. I want y'all to see this this <laughs> this, this felt Nautica Bay. <laughs> but we thank you guys for yes. joining in. Um, and we hope everyone has really enjoyed these series from yes. these very very different perspectives mm-hmm. and. Um, ultimately hope you take from this that in dating potential like make sure that the values that you have in a person 
are, are really high, you know, and I'm not, like I said, I don't take away from people's preferences. I wanted someone that was taller than me. The same reason that other people necessarily want to, like people have, they want it taller because, you know, they want the children to be tall. Me, we're not going to have more children, but I wanted somebody I could look up to. That that was just my thing. Mm-hmm. So it was important for me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you didn't have to be six seven, but I just wanted somebody that, you know, looked up to me. So I don't think fair. you necessarily, right, have to have, give up your preferences. But I do think when those preferences outweigh the values of what's going to take The person in yeah, front of you. Yeah. In character, then you you, you mm-hmm. need to kind of re- reevaluate some things. So yeah. we brought people on that, you know, especially men, talking mm-hmm. from their perspectives of what they actually look for in women, you know. Yeah. We love our degrees, you yeah. know, yeah. but that's not what's attracting these men, okay? So, right. But the sis. consensus says they don't care. <laughs> they don't <laughs> care. They want drive. They want someone that supports them. Yes. Okay? Be nicer. Right. (laughs) Right. So So. you all can. And actually, I didn't ask you all. Did you all want to provide your um, social media if anyone wants to follow you or business opportunities since you're entrepreneurs? Uh, Mine is um, Next Level Fitness PT on Instagram. And it's also Next Level Fitness PT on Facebook as well. Got you. Thank you. Lamont? Um, yeah, just on Facebook, LS Maintenance Management. Follow me on that. All right. And we'll have that information in our episode notes. And again, thank you guys. Thank you all for tuning in. You all can follow us. We are on Facebook and Instagram, Divas and Duckets. Our website is www.divasandducats.com. Obviously, we're on YouTube because right. you're watching. So like, Thanks share, and subscribe. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. In the meantime, in between time. Have a great attitude. All right. Bye.